0: From world conflicts to falling financial markets, natural disasters, and more. Wish the headlines would just stop. It's not a newsflash that life can feel like a pressure cooker. From managing work to building relationships, it's easy to feel overwhelmed. And for many of us, anxiety and stress are constant companions. But you're not alone. You may not know it, but support is out there. Just waiting to meet you. And you can find it through the friendly people at Church's Care. At Church's Care, we know that finding your community can feel intimidating. That's why we do the heavy lifting for you. Churches Care helps connect people like you to churches that can support and serve you. In your new community, you'll find a group of people ready to talk, listen, and help you navigate life through its twists and turns. All you have to do is come as you are. If you're ready to find your community, visit ChurchesCare.com today. That's ChurchesCare.com, C-H-U-R-C-H-E-S-Care.com. We look forward to serving you.
1: Welcome to Seek Reality with your host, Roberta Grimes. Author and attorney, Roberta Grimes, will explore and illustrate how she, after an extraordinary experience of light and childhood, has discovered channels of communication to the afterlife and how these implications have an effect on our everyday lives. Please welcome the host of Seek Reality, Roberta Grimes.
2: Everyone, this is Seek Reality with Roberta Grimes, and I am really glad that you can be with us today because we have an old friend back. You know, part of my fun in sharing Seek Reality with you week after week has been that in the course of the past five years, I have made so many friends, and a few of them have expertise in so many areas that I've invited them to share their thoughts with us again and again. One of those multi-timers is our guest today. Now, we've been talking more of late about the fact that the only thing that exists is what we experience as human consciousness. I know that's hard to believe, but that's the way it is. That's that's just the truth. And as we try to understand the truth um, and look at more and more evidence that only confirms that truth, still, it's really hard to get our mind around what this means. So, does it mean that our minds are all part of God? Or even is the sum of all our minds... All that God actually is? You know, this is a very complex topic. We're going to have to do a a whole secret Reality episode just on this topic, and and actually one is planned. But the answer to both of those questions (laughs) turns out apparently to be, in a way, but not exactly. What is true is that your mind is of the same creative force that manifests everything that we perceive, which means that your mind is immensely powerful. Of course, materialist science remains clueless about this, but most open-minded researchers are now beginning to figure it out. And as is true of so many things that researchers are coming to understand rather belatedly, Jesus told us this fact long ago. He said, if you have faith the size of a mustard seed, you'll say to this mountain, move from here to there and it will move and nothing will be impossible for you. That's Matthew 17:20. He said it. Of course, that, that's real mental power, if you can move a mountain. And the great quantum physicist Max Planck told us close to a century ago that consciousness is the base creative force, but still they don't listen to him. He said in 1931, I regard consciousness as fundamental. I regard matter as derivative from consciousness. We cannot get behind consciousness. Everything that we talk about, everything that we regard as existing, postulates consciousness He was right about that in 1931. He is even more right about that today. And yet science still ignores him. The implications of all these truths for your own life are staggering. And I I have a favorite go-to person. There are actually two or three that that I talk about these matters with because they've taken the voyage and they've done the research so back with us for the fourth time is Joyce Stewart she's a holistic healer and a spiritual polymath she's written two books interconnected by God healing for your spirit soul and body and we've already talked with her about God is love a spiritual journey from fear to love so if you're wondering about that one just look in our archives Joyce I'm delighted that you're here welcome back thank you I'm happy to be back with you today some people will not have heard your story before, so can you please just briefly tell us a little about your story? I know that you started out as quite Christian.
3: Yes, I was raised in a Christian church my entire life, so that was really the base, kind of like the foundation which my life was um, built upon. And then when I started getting into psychotherapy and counseling, I started looking into more of holistic energy-based treatments because the traditional methods were not working. They were just managing people's symptoms, and I believed in God who could actually heal people. And as I went through that journey and learned about alternative healing, I began to understand more about energy and consciousness and how God actually created everything to work, which led me to question a lot of my Christian beliefs, um, because they really did not line up with the truth of what I was learning about how things actually work. And so that's kind of led me to where I am today, where I still consider myself a Christian because I live by the teachings of Jesus, which is love and by his life example, but I no longer follow a lot of the belief systems made by man because so many of them are based in fear.
2: So that's a, a succinct summary of exactly where I am, too. I think we can pretty much confirm, based on what the dead tell us and just based upon, about what, upon what we see around us, that Jesus told us the truth. The only problem we have as people who want to follow Jesus is that Christianity is, as you say, so encumbered by these false man made beliefs that it's impossible. And I'm going to talk about this at some I think I have in the past. I will again. It's impossible to be a practicing traditional Christian and grow spiritually. It is impossible to be a practicing traditional Christian and follow Jesus. I mean, that's a tragic thing to have to say. But Joyce, you would agree, right?
3: I would agree, yes. Yeah, because it really closes you off a lot of what the actual truth or reality is.
2: And the the important thing you said is that it's all fear-based that's the problem because spiritual growth is moving away from fear and toward love and if your very religion is steeped in fear you cannot do that so anyway that's a topic for another day where today we're talking about healing what is energy healing
3: well energy i define energy as the life force of creation everything in life is based on energy it's created by energy And so what we do with our traditional way of healing is we look at the body as just being this physical mass of matter and we don't accept the fact that it's actually a spiritual being that has spiritual life and energy within it. And so we try and treat the body just using matter. So we treat it through surgery, we treat it through uh, medications, things like that. When we understand that the body is actually a spiritual being, then you have access to spiritual means of healing, energy-based healing, because spirit and energy are basically the same thing. So we can go out into that big energy quantum field out there and use energy as a form to bring healing to people. This is where you see the miraculous healings. You hear about people, people praying for people, laying hands on people, using different energy treatments, and people get healed much faster, whether it's physical illness or disease whether it's more of mental health or emotional disease, the type of things that I work with. So it's going outside yourself and accessing the spiritual healing energy of God as opposed to just using the, um, what we would call the medical treatments that man has created.
2: I should just mention that the great um, quantum biologist, Bruce Lipton, uh, says that based upon his research, energy healing is actually 100 times more effective than is chemical medicine. So basically, is that you? Do you find that too? Yes. Oh, yes. I, mean, I, I was yes. astounded by that. Um, so basically, if you've got any kind of a health problem and you're tired of. I mean, I have a, a friend who tragically has had her heart damaged by chemotherapy, totally unnecessarily. It didn't help at all. Now yeah. she's doing what does help. So if you're tired of chemicals, there is a better way. It's just that uh, there aren't many people who do practice it yet. But for your children and grandchildren, um, this is going to be the only way people heal. They're going to stop using chemicals that only poison us. That's so... so How does this relate to acupuncture, for example, or to the Chinese key, or or does
3: it? Well, we have have this physical body, but then we also have what's called an energy body. So your energy body consists of your meridian lines, which is lines of energy that go throughout your entire body. And along those lines are all what we call acupoints, little points of energy, and every one of these points relate to different organs, different places within your body. So if you have sickness or disease in some part of your body, we would say it's because you've got a lot of blocked energy the energy is not flowing it's blocked and so through energy-based treatments like acupuncture you can stick a needle in one of these acupoints and it will basically kind of release that energy blocks the energy can flow back through your body again which is going to allow the healing to take place
2: and and for the qigong medicine it's kind of the same thing i guess i mean yeah, i've seen yeah
3: qigong is more i'm not I don't practice that a lot, but my understanding is that is more of you're using physical motions with your body, different exercises, movements, oh, really? breath work you do that allows you again that trapped, blocked energy to be released and be free. So your energy uh, really, you know, somebody is in a healthy state, body, mind and spirit, they're all of it, the meridian lines, the acupoints, everything, the energy is just flowing very clearly throughout their body. Sickness and disease, you've got all kinds of blocks in different places, so the energy can't flow and that's what's behind your sickness and disease
2: oh how fascinating that is so uh, we we all know that we are spiritual beings temporarily in a physical body and so what this does is use that basic fact in such a way that that physical body can be healed by the spiritual being that we are eternally right am i yeah, is that another correct. way to say yeah, it? yeah. And and this can work for physical illnesses, and it also can work for mental illnesses, right? That is
3: correct. Yeah, I'll give you an example. One of the things that I do is called the emotion code. So all of us feel a lot of intense emotions when we're going through life. Many times it's not safe to express them, and so we stuff all those emotions down inside our physical body. Emotions are energy. They don't die when we stuff them down. They stay alive. They get lodged in your cells and your organs. They stay there long enough, they manifest as physical illness and disease. So with the emotion code, I can use the energies of, in my hand, and I can pull out those trapped energies that are within your body. And once I pull them out, many times the physical pain that the person has associated with that will also leave at the same time. Really? Physical pain was manifested by the trapped emotion within them.
2: Oh, my goodness.
3: Yeah, I have found so, a when- lot of physical illness and diseases based on emotional junk that we have pushed down inside of ourselves. So
2: what should we do instead? We're having um, uh, an an emotional problem, and we're trying to get past it. How do we get free of it without pushing it in and making it a problem later?
3: Well, what I try and and teach people is that when you're feeling a lot of intense emotions, like I said, sometimes it may not be safe to express it at the time. Maybe you're being abused or attacked in some way. It's not safe to express it. But at a later date, find a safe place where you can identify what you felt, allow yourself to feel it, and release it. And there's lots of different ways you can do that. It can be by talking to somebody about what happened. It can be through exercise, because emotions are energy. Exercise is energy is a the way they release a lot of energy out of us. It can be through creativity. You draw a picture of what you're feeling. You write a song about what you're feeling. And there's just so many different ways. You can journal, write about what you're feeling. Lots of different ways in which we can release these feelings
2: and that really works this is very exciting so when we come back we're going to talk about what a holistic healer actually does meanwhile this is roberta grimes on seek reality we'll be right back
4: Simultv offers what the others only wish they could provide. Fifteen exclusive channels like X-Zone, Sci-Fi and horror. We are worldwide. No other provider offers that. Five hundred built-in video games. No need to have an extra expensive system. We have them included. Free video on demand. Live streaming events from around the world. Interactive online network and much more. Tomorrow's TV today. Simul TV. Sound too good to be true? Well, it's not. You can have Simul TV today. Sign up at simultv.com. Do it today.
5: We live in rapidly shifting times of extreme volatility and uncertainty. Such profound change brings a unique opportunity for the evolution of consciousness. I'm Gwilda Wiecka, host of Mission Evolution Radio Show, a program that explores the latest scientific developments and deepening spiritual truths supporting human evolution. Join me on xzbn.net where I interview leading experts in science, physics, medicine, spirituality, and more.
2: Back to seek reality and this is Roberta Grimes we're here with Joyce Stewart and we're talking about energy healing this is something that seemed woo-woo to many of us before we understood what was behind it. When we understand the science of it, we realize this is how we should have been working on healing our bodies and our spirits and our minds all along. This is the healing of the future, and we're talking about it right now with our wonderful friend Joyce Stewart. Who You're a holistic healer. What does holistic mean, and what does a holistic healer do?
3: Okay, a holistic healer means we really look at the entire person. So if you have a physical ailment, you go to a regular doctor, all they're going to look at is your physical problem. Where if someone came to me with a physical problem, I would want to kind of learn about life history, um, because many times the problems we have are based in things that have happened in our past. So we look at, you know, your past history, look at your your spirit, where you're spiritually, where your body's physically, where you're emotionally. We look at body, soul, and spirit. Every part of you, I do a thorough assessment and from that what i'm looking for is i'm looking for the root cause of your symptoms because traditional medicine just treats the symptoms holistically we look what is the root cause of these symptoms and once we find it then we can energetically release out the root cause and these symptoms will automatically most of the time will go away because they have nothing more to attach themselves to So holistic healing is looking at the entire person and it's using more energy based alternative based healing modalities as opposed to just traditional Um, psychotherapy or medications um, and things like that
2: wow okay so that's consistent with what what uh, Bruce Lipton says too so but that energy that we're working with really is consciousness right Uh, ultimately it, it's just a different way of looking at consciousness. I should just say, it by way of elaboration, that as we've as we've talked about, where the, the the beings not now in bodies tell us that while we are in bodies, we are experiencing less than five percent of our vast eternal minds, and the part we're here with really is designed for rapid spiritual learning, and that's about it. So, what Joyce is doing and what other healers are doing is accessing the greater part. What what, frankly, um, scientists call the un- the subconscious is really the superconscious. When we get back to the afterlife, one of the first things that happens is that we return to the, the mind we left behind. It's like you packed a suitcase, put it in a closet. Your whole mind is in there except a little, little bit of it. You come here with that little bit to learn, just the way you strip down to go to a gym. And then you're, you, you come back to what is your eternal home. And you, you again rejoin that wonderful mind, which has so much power, which is part of the force that brings forth this universe continuously. Am I saying this right? And then uh, what, while we are in bodies, we can access it, but we can't access it consciously. So what Joyce is doing and other holistic healing healers are doing is to help us access it and use its powers to heal ourselves, which is ultimately the only way we can be healed. Is that right? Or would, how would you change that? Yes.
3: I'll explain that a little bit, how I see it. So working with my clients, we've got our mind, which is our consciousness, has two parts. It's got the subconscious and it's got the conscious. So the conscious is a part of the mind of everything that you're doing in the here and now present moment. The subconscious is like this master computer that's recorded everything that's ever happened to you, every thought, every feeling, everything your entire lifetime plus all your past lifetimes together. And so what sometimes happens, what usually happens is when we come into this planet, we kind of have this veil over, we forget a lot of those past things that we experienced because we have to go through this life on this planet Earth here. But what happens is we live on planet Earth, we get a lot of trauma, we get a lot of abuse, we get a lot of hurt, we get a lot of pain, and all this stuff basically squashes our energy system, our spirit down inside us where we get this dense, heavy energy that we're walking around with. And then what I do with my clients is we just kind of start releasing all this dense stuff out layer by layer. And as we do, their spirit starts to come alive again. Their consciousness starts to come alive again. They begin to have spiritual experiences. They begin to tap into who they really are. They begin to remember who they really are and what their reason is for coming on the planet. And they really begin to what I call live instead of just exist. And so that's what I love about doing this energy-based work is just all the clearing I can do out of people so they can discover who they really are.
2: So the people who come to you typically, do they have a presenting physical complaint? You know, they have a, a serious illness or something, or do uh, no, they, I, it, Or I, is it spiritual? I mean, do have, what, what, is, what kind of complaint do they tell you they have?
3: Well, I primarily work with people that have issues of abuse and trauma, fear, anxiety, and stress. And so those are the issues that people primarily come to see me for. Okay,
2: so um they're 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 sort of life issues they're uh, life issues but many times
3: life issues are associated with also different types of physical pain and illness and disease that they have accumulated over the years because they haven't dealt with those life issues
2: so someone may come to you and say you know i'm only 40 but i feel like i'm 90 i'm very stressed i'm tired all the time what else might they say that and you know that's someone you really can help
3: Yes. If someone would come to me like that, we kind of, like I said, I always do an assessment to find out what's really going on in their life. And if people are under a lot of stress, which most people are, it's basically because their life is out of balance. They're living with a lot of fear. Um, rather than trusting God, trust the universe, provide everything for them because they haven't been taught that that existence <laughs> is reality for people. People on this planet are taught you have to strive and work so hard and stress, stress, stress. And Oh, yeah. (laughs) this pattern, you have to do this, and then you have to do this, and you have to do this, and they're locked up in this box, and it just causes so much stress for them. But as I work with them, I begin to help them understand that's not what they're created to be, and that layer by layer, we can release these things and really teach them how to provide the life that they actually want to live that doesn't have to have all that stress, and how to learn to really trust God, trust the universe, and how to learn how to love yourself, and not do all this people-pleasing and trying to conform to everybody's expectations around you, which has caused so much stress in people's lives.
2: Do some people come to you who have, you know, cancer or um, ALS or, or serious illnesses? Do you get yeah, that?
3: No, not. no, I rarely see those because those people are primarily going to be going to medical professionals because that's what they've been trained to do. But because so, but
2: if someone yeah. had that kind of an illness and, thought, and was listening and thought, gee, you know, I'm kind of disgusted with the medical... All right, so someone... Comes to you who has a severe physical illness that the doctors have not been handling all that well, and they're frustrated about that. And you're, no one's telling them to stop dealing with doctors, but they say, "Can you help me? Is there some way that you can help them in conjunction, perhaps, with physical medicine to more effectively fight whether it's cancer or ALS or 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 uh, any you know Parkinson's, any serious illness?"
3: Uh, Yes, I personally believe that the holistic healing field needs to work closely with the medical field. I don't think we throw out the medical field because they are skilled in doing a lot of things and understanding how the physical body works much more so than I do. Um, But what I would be able to do is really look underneath the physical symptoms and kind of figure out, okay, what happened in their life, what type of any type of abuse a trauma, stress repressed emotions um sometimes a lot of times our thoughts we have a lot of self-critical thoughts toward ourselves we have a lot of faulty belief systems that can manifest this physical illness and disease so i would kind of look at all of those things with the person and if we can identify that some of those may be the root cause of the physical illness and disease they're having then we can release some of that stuff energetically and then hopefully we'll be able to see signs of the physical illness start to um, get less and less and then to begin to be healed in some form but physical illness, the disease that people have had for quite some time, whether it's cancers or autoimmune disordered diseases, these have built up over years and years and years and years, so it takes a while to clear them out energetically. It's not like a quick fix The time it takes a little bit of work to clear that stuff out and some time working with a person
2: and what suppose you' you're, someone comes to you who has been diagnosed um, with uh, with a mental illness of some kind maybe they're being treated for it maybe it's severe depression or it's um i don't know borderline personality disorder uh, uh, uh all the things that you know we there are all kinds of mental illnesses we believe people have are you able to help them
3: yes because that's kind of my background being a trained psychotherapist is working with understanding the mental health disorders uh, so yeah it'd be the same thing i'd be looking looking at the symptoms they have, whether it's anxiety disorders, whether it's paranoia, whether it's um, depression, whatever it happens to be. And here again, looking at what are the root causes, what caused them to have these mental health disorders, and little by little releasing that stuff out. Now, sometimes with the mental health disorders, some of them are very difficult to treat energetically for a couple reasons. One, there's very few people that are actually trying to treat mental health disorders using energy-based treatments. This is a whole new field that very few people are walking into. We're doing really well at learning how to treat a lot of pain and illness and disease, physical stuff using energy-based treatments. But the amount of health disorders, there's not a lot of research being done and using energy for them. So it's a whole new field out there that we're beginning to work into to see what can we work like. I know with anxiety disorders, that's my specialty. So, you know, I know we can use energy-based treatments to treat that very, very effectively. Um, Schizophrenia. Um, can be a little bit more difficult because you're dealing with a lot of mindsets that are very deeply ingrained in the person. Bipolar can be treated you know, using energy-based treatments. Depression can also, but depression is difficult because we know all the steps it takes to cure depression, but depressed people don't have the motivation to actually do those steps. So depression can be cured energetically, it just takes its own slow process to, to cure it.
2: So what you're saying is, this is a new field and it's one in which you are working, And you have confidence that the kinds of things you could do for people actually would help them.
3: I believe they would. Like I said, we don't have the research out there. There's not enough people doing it yet, but I on my own just kind of experimenting with different clients to see what works, what doesn't work using energy-based treatments in terms of uh, people that have mental health disorders
2: well we're we're going to take another break and we're we're talking with Joyce Stewart who i think um it is just an extraordinary as i call her a spiritual polymath she has studied uh spiritual basically her journey has replicated mine in some ways but um especially if you are a christian and you have these concerns or if you're not, because it turns out it doesn't matter what you might believe spiritually um, it, it, and uh, what, what kind of religion you might follow. If you've got concerns that make you want to understand more deeply what is going on with yourself, with your body, with your mind, with your spirit, the kinds of things Joyce and others like her are doing um, are really the way forward. When we come back, we're going to talk about how she sees the connections between all our bodies.
1: Our broadcast studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, to the world and beyond. You're watching the X Zone Broadcast Network. www.xzbn.net.
4: Media. You have heard of the X Zone? Now watch it on Simo TV, plus 500 video games, live TV channels, free video on demand, worldwide, and more.
2: Welcome back to Seek Reality with Roberta Grimes and our wonderful, wonderful guest, Joyce Stewart. Joyce is a spiritual healer. Joyce is someone who actually has done more work in the basic area of uh, spiritual growth. I love her thoughts on, for example, on A Course in Miracles. I love what she has come to understand is true about Christianity. She still uses the term God. I have gone away from it because... I think that um, it puts into people's minds the, the Jehovah God of the Old Testament. With a beard, you know, he's got thunderbolts, and he gets cranky very, very quickly. And actually, that God doesn't exist, never has, never will. Oh. Um, but now tell me, Joyce, what do, how do you, when you use the word God, what are you seeing?
3: Well, right now when I use the term God, I see a force of light and energy that is 100% divine love. It's just love. That's right. Yeah, That's just the energy force of love and healing. That's what I see now when I visualize the term God. But like you said, people use, you know, source. They use, there's so many different terminologies that we use for the word God nowadays. And I don't really think it matters what term you use as long as you understand the concept that there is a being, spiritual being out there who created you and loves you very, very much and wants to be connected and have a relationship with you.
2: I, I think that the, the, the definition of God I most like is Mikey Morgans. Um, as as people who have listened for a long time know, Mikey is an extraordinary young man who uh, came to earth specifically to understand us so he could teach us. And one of the first things he taught us after he had gone back home that was that he was a very advanced sixth level being. And when we asked him what God is, he said immediately, God is the unity of pure love and all that exists. That's right. And that's—I think that's about as succinct as you can get. But Mikey always cuts to the cuts to the chase, so uh, that is what God really is. When when Joyce uses the term God, that's what she means. When I might talk about uh, source, uh, that's what I mean. Um, at the, At the level of God, there is only love, and we are here to learn to grow toward that love. That's why we came. It's too hard to do it, frankly, where we spend most of eternity, because there's so much love there. I mean, there's no negativity to push against. Just like you go to the gym so you can work out your muscles, here we're working our spiritual muscles, and if we do that right, we can make tremendous spiritual progress in one lifetime. So, what do you see as the connections when we're in bodies between the conscious and subconscious, or I prefer to call it superconscious
3: mind, in terms of how we relate to the spiritual realm around us? Okay, in terms, so of, how, however, you see it, Joyce. Yeah, just, okay, so I see, like I said, we all are a spiritual being within our physical body. So we all have this own, we all have our own personal energy spirit system of which we were created and which defines who we are. But then we also have this huge spiritual realm this consciousness of energy that is all around us and so we're constantly interacting with everybody else's spiritual energy as we go through life and then we got the spiritual energy beyond this planet that's out there with all the other star beings and spiritual beings and angels and archangels and the um ascended masters all of that energy also that ties into it so everything is everything is connected from the smallest tiniest cell atom within your body that is vibrational energy all the way out there to the presence of God, which is vibrational frequency energy. We are all connected. We are all one source, I guess you could say, but we're expressed in many, many different parts or many different ways.
2: That's that's great. And I think it's very important for people to remember that um, what we think of as matter is actually just energy. And it's energy, uh, that's all it is, yeah. No, no, somebody, somebody no less amazing than Albert Einstein said that. He said, Um, concerning matter, we have been all wrong. What we think of as matter is just energy whose vibration has been lowered to the point where we can, you know, see it and touch it. But it's all all energy. So that makes sense then. I mean, if if consciousness is the source energy and if all of matter is energy and your body is matter, your body is energy, and of course your mind is energy and not created by your body, your body just receives it. So... If that's all true, then it would make perfect sense that, that Bruce Lipton is right, um, that Joyce Stewart is right, that energy healing is an immensely powerful way to attack whatever it is that is making your life less wonderful, whether it's physical, whether it's mental, whether it's spiritual. Um, it makes this makes sense. It's not woo-woo. It, this is just basic science, coming from a place where scientists won't yet go because they're so stuck in the notion that they've got to they've got to stay material or it's not science. They're wrong. They have a much greater field to explore, and when they begin to do that, we're going to make leaps forward um, that we cannot even imagine at this point. Nikola Tesla said, "The day science begins to study non." physical phenomena it will make more progress in one decade than in all the previous centuries of its existence now nikola tesla was a, a, a genius uh, he's much more than a car um, he is he is a genius and he was right about that and it, uh, as in all things he did he was very much ahead of his time so all right with that background how does energy healing work how does it really work
3: Well, energy is all based on vibrational frequencies. So when you have sickness or disease in the body, when you're feeling a lot of emotions like fear and anxiety and anger, depression, you're experiencing very dense, low, heavy vibrating frequencies within your mind and body. On the other end of the spectrum, you have the very high vibrational frequencies with your love and joy and peace. And when you're feeling that your body's in a state of wonderful health and then it's everything in between. So what you need to do is you want to go into somebody and you want to raise their low vibrating frequencies to a higher level. And there's lots and lots of different ways in which we can do this. There's so many different types and methods to energy healing that you can use. And so I will just kind of speak for myself on the healing treatments that I use. I mentioned the emotion code earlier. Another one I use is what I call theta healing. So Theta Healing is based on our belief system. So everything starts with a belief. So if you believe you're stupid, chances are you're gonna live your life like you're stupid. If you believe you're never gonna be rich, chances are you're not gonna make much money. If you believe you're never gonna be able to find somebody who will love you, chances are you won't. If you believe you're always gonna be sick, chances are you're always gonna be sick. So we can go in using Theta Healing and we can go in and change those belief systems energetically. And so I can change a belief system within you that may say, you know, I I believe that I'm always gonna be poor To maybe, I believe it's possible for me to make some money or to be prosperous, however you want to word it. But it's very simple how we do that. We just have a statement that we make of the old belief and the new belief. And then I get the person in a deep, relaxed state. Because the more of a deeper, relaxed state you're in, the easier it is to enter into what we call the theta brainwaves of the mind. And that's where the subconscious is located. And once you get into theta brainwave state, then you can make all kinds of changes in the subconscious programming of the mind. You can change thoughts. You can change belief systems. um, Things like that you're able to do just by using some commands and using visualization techniques.
2: Remember what Jesus said um, about having as much faith as a a grain of mustard seed, which, by the way, apparently was the smallest seed he'd ever seen. That's why he kept using that reference. Well. Um, everyone think about this. He told us this a long time ago. You just need to believe, believe. a tiny bit That's right. what's better, and it will transform everything. A, a grain of mustard seed, that little bit of, of faith, of belief, same thing, would, would let you move a mountain. So yes. imagine if you can change your own programming, and we program ourselves this way, and our parents do in very negative ways yes. very often. If you can have that little bit of change, you can change everything in your life. That's what this is really all about. You're living, you're trying to live the best life you can, but there are things now that may be in the way. That's what energy healing really is, changing that forever. Um, So why is it some people don't get healed?
3: Oh gosh, there's a lot of reasons why some people don't get healed. Um, Sometimes if they have a real serious physical illness or disease, their body just doesn't have the nutrients and the stability it needs to be able to, to create a healing within the body. The body's just way too worn down. It doesn't, there's too many low vibrating frequencies. There's not enough positive loving energy within the body to be able to bring a healing about. Um, sometimes we don't get illness or disease remains there because it provides us a benefit. And a lot of people don't want like to think about this. But if you've been sick for quite some time, there are actually some benefits that that you get used to. For some people, it's, they don't have to be responsible. Other people are doing everything for them. They may not have to go out to work. Um, they get attention that way. Different things like that. Some people, it's a mindset. They believe they don't deserve to get healed. They believe oh that there's my. something they're supposed to learn by being in a state of illness and disease. Sometimes, especially in the Christian church, people feel like it's a punishment. I've created some sin. I've done something bad. I'm being punished with this illness or disease. Um, other people have a mindset that you know suffering is somehow honorable that they suffer honorable about going through life and having this type of suffering through illness or disease, whatever it may happen. Oh, my goodness. And you see all of that? Oh, yeah, we see all of that. And then other times we see people, you know, we get so used to living with anxiety and fear. I see this all the time with clients. It becomes so normal to live with stress that even though we say we don't want anxiety, we don't want stress, we're afraid to live without it because it's become so normal. We don't know how to live without fear. We don't know how to live with anxiety. We don't know how to live without depression. We don't know how to live without pain in our body. And so it's really scary for all of us to think about, do I really want to get rid of all this stuff? Because oh, my goodness. I, identity.
2: Joyce, I had never even thought about it that way. What an extraordinary problem that is. Yeah. That, that that people get feedback from, from being in these states, which are really very counterproductive to their happiness and to everyone's happiness in their lives. Wow. Yeah. I never thought so so what when we take we're going to take another quick break but when we come back i really would like to further understand given how deep these problems can be for people um, how it is possible for a holistic healer to attack that i mean if my only safe place is being sick and unhappy how does how do we ever fix that and make the the great reality that's all around us feel safe this is roberta grimes and seek reality with joy stewart and we'll be be right back.
4: heard of the x-zone now watch it on simul tv plus 500 video games live tv channels free video on demand worldwide and more does this sound like tomorrow's television well it is but you can have it today right now it is simul tv simul tv offers what the others only wish they could provide 15 exclusive channels like Exxon, sci-fi and horror. We are worldwide. No other provider offers that. 500 built-in video games. No need to have an extra expensive system. We have them included. Free video on demand. Live streaming events from around the world. Interactive online network and much more. Tomorrow's TV today. Simul TV. Sound too good to be true? Well it's not. You can have SimoTV today. Sign up at SimoTV.com. Do it today.
1: The new non-fiction book, Razor of Madness, is similar to cult movies like Clockwork Orange, Dragon's Tattoo, or The Other Side of Hell. Wayne Morin Jr. and Thomas Lee Howe will expose widespread and systematic deficiencies in this thought-provoking tell-all novel. Mind control rages among scholars in law schools. Human rights are ignored while thought, reform, and mental manipulation are accepted practices used as behavior modification. Dr. Louis Jolion West comes to mind. Media and public scrutiny shows that United States mental hospitals are in fact destructive murder industries. Razor of Madness Expose Novel details this epidemic through an in-depth professional and personal investigation. For decades, there has been a revolving door policy that still releases killers and pedophiles back into society. The maestro of mind control continues to haunt America to this very day. Razor of Madness is available in paperback or as a downloadable ebook at Amazon.com.
5: The concept of a New Age has been around since the late 19th century, yet much of its original meaning has been lost. What exactly is the New Age? Is it a religion, a collection of obscure esoteric practices, a series of doomsday predictions, or an astrological event? The New Age Chronicles is a unique, complementary publication, bringing reason and grounded information to separate fact from fiction. Chock full of valuable information to support you as we make the monumental shift into the new era. You won't want to miss a single innovative issue. The New Age Chronicles newspaper is coming soon to www.newagechronicles.com.
2: back to seek reality with Roberta Grimes and our wonderful friend Joyce Stewart. We're talking about holistic healing and the the reasons why it is the most effective healing and the kinds of things that it can heal and toward Toward the end of our, our, our last segment, um, I was discovering whole new reasons why it might not work for you, which I, frankly, I had never thought of any of that. I, I thought you were going to say, well, they couldn't quite believe well enough. But no, it turns out it's all negative beliefs about themselves that have caused that problem.
3: So how do you deal with that? Well, first, you have to help your client understand what all these self-limiting beliefs, self-defeating thoughts, whatever you identify it out of are keeping them in this place of sickness and illness or disease, whether it's emotional or physical, whatever it happens to be. So you need to have that conversation with them and just talk about what they are and why they've been living that way, why they've been hanging on to that. Talk about what life will look like when they no longer have anxiety, when they no longer have pain, when they no longer have depression, whatever it is, and help them to get a visual of how much better their life will be. Change is very, very difficult for the majority of people. So you have to move slowly many times with people and you just kind of make one little change at a time they get used to feeling with. So maybe they start out, they're living their life with 80% anxiety in their life. Make a few changes, they can learn to live with it at 70%. They adjust to that, Oh, that that feels a little better. Okay, now let's make another change to get it down to 50%. So it's like a very slow progression as you take them down where they learn a little bit more and more how to live with less pain, with less fear or less anxiety, less depression, whatever the issue is that they're dealing with.
2: Do you help them think of positive things that would be possible? For example, Absolutely. if you can, if you can yeah. get better, you know, you might be able to find love even at, at the age Absolutely. of 38. That kind of thing.
3: Well, you always have to instill hope in people. Hope is what helps us get from here to there in life. And so, you want to instill realistic hope. Where do you want to be a year from now? Where do you want to be six? months from now? What can we put in place to make that happen for you? What that's gonna look like for you? Because the more you can think about and imagine and feel out your future, the more you're gonna be able to actually manifest it into the present moment.
2: And it's possible for you to get to know these people well enough to pinpoint, okay, I understand that the reason why you don't wanna get better is this, and maybe you don't put it that bluntly, but you're able to pinpoint what their blocks are and then help them Okay. Oh, that's wonderful. And help work through those blocks. This, this is, is great. All right. Maybe I need this too, Joyce. <laughs> this occurred to me now. What, what do you think the implications, because it isn't just Joyce doing this? There are other holistic healers who have all the same information. Yeah. Maybe they're not as good as my friend Joyce, but they're able to help in this way, which is a whole area. Of, of health that was going to start happening for the world. What do you think the implications are going to be of this this new technique, not new, maybe ancient, but new to us? If everybody knows that we can be healed this way, and if everybody is doing it, what will how will the world change?
3: Well, we have to start with education. A lot of education is educating people that they are a spiritual energy system. They're not just this physical body that they've been told, educating that there is. They're connected to a force, they're connected to to the energy field out there. They're not just living in this 3D world on planet Earth. So you have to start with a lot of education. But as we begin to get people to understand this and to apply it and use it in their everyday life, we're going to have a much loving, much better world in which to live in. Because what makes this world so difficult for people is so many people are walking around carrying all this heavy, dense energy which is pulling them down and causing all kinds of conflict in their relationships, and their jobs, in their everyday life, and their sleep, and things like that. But as we're able to release all that out using all these energy-based treatments, people will be much more loving, much more kind, much more trusting. They're going to feel very much connected to Source and realize that everything they have comes from Source. So they don't have to fight with each other on this planet trying to get their needs met. So overall, we'll have a much nicer, loving, beautiful civilization on planet Earth when people are more open to using these um energy-based treatments and like you said there are thousands of them out there there are just so many different wonderful treatments that people can use to be healed of so many different uh, issues whether they're physical mental emotional or spiritual
2: wow it's going to be a whole new world yeah. um, i think i i never understood the implications but as as i was thinking about this as we've been talking i think you're absolutely right about that um in fact Holistic healing of, of mind, body, and spirit may be the basic way that we are going to end up changing the world. And each of us can do that for ourselves and help those in our lives to do it for themselves. This is um, something which, it seems to me, we all need to start thinking about because we all, I now know, have blocks. I'm, I'm aware of that. But it just I just never understood the implications of this. So I'm excited, Joyce. Yeah. Do you have a web, Do you have a website
3: where people can learn more? Um, yes. My business is Holistic Healing Consulting. So my website is just www.holistichealingconsulting.com. Okay. And so people reach can reach you through that website? Correct. And my email is Joyce at com.
2: And do you have a waiting list? So if they, if someone's inspired right now, do you have a waiting list so it'll be a while before you can see them? Or are you um, pretty much
3: taking people? I should be able to. Yeah, I can take a few new clients at this time. Yes, that shouldn't be a problem.
2: Well, this is very exciting. I'm so glad we talked about this today because <laughs> I love it. My favorite ones, uh, Seek Reality uh, episodes, are the ones where I learn a lot. And I learned a lot today. So big hug, Joyce. Thank you so Thank much for you. being with us. I and we'll, we'll have you... We'll have you back again we're going to plan this again because every time joyce comes she enlightens me and that's frankly what the best part of this sometimes big hug and we'll talk soon okay thank you enjoyed it everyone this has been secret reality with roberta grimes i'm so glad you could be with us today this has been fun please never forget that you are a powerful eternal being you never began and you never will end and when you really really get what that means and all its implications. It is going to change everything in your life for the better. Next week, our guest is going to be T.J. Woodward. T.J. is another gifted layperson who came to this information and is, has immersed himself in it to the extent that he now understands amazingly well how to Use the Power of Consciousness to Help People and to Heal People's Lives. His 200, uh, t- 2015, which a lot later than I thought, Is 2015 book is Conscious Being, Awakening to Your True Nature. It's astonishing, it's powerful, it's transforming, and actually it's true to everything I've learned in five decades of trying to understand reality. I usually don't remember particularly the books that that, uh, people I have interviewed have shared with me, but that one I will never forget. And his recent book is called Conscious Recovery, A Fresh Perspective on Addiction. You're going to love sitting with me at the feet of this gentle and beautiful man. This week, our guest for the fourth time, of course, has been Joyce Stewart. Joyce is an expert on A Course in Miracles, I'm going to have her back soon to talk about that, and she's a holistic health practitioner who helps people to heal their bodies, their minds, and their lives. Her books are Interconnected by God, Healing for Your Spirit, Soul, and Body, which is about our topic today, and her other book is called God is Love, A Spiritual Journey from Fear to Love. Joyce provides online counseling services and holistic healing consulting. She's given you her website. Um, if you don't, for some reason, don't aren't able to find it on this podcast, just send me through, through the contact block the question, how do I get in touch with Joyce? And I will send you her email address. She's accessible. And as you can hear, she's matter of fact, and she's very, very loving. If you are ready to try out what your mind might be able to do to heal any problems you're having, then you might want to have just a conversation with Joyce and see how she could help you. As you know, my nonfiction books are Liberating Jesus, my Thomas, The Fun of Dying, The Fun of Staying in Touch, The Fun of Growing Forever, The Fun of Living Together, and for young children, The Fun of Meeting Jesus, and the upcoming the Fun of Growing with Jesus this is where this book is late getting out because I've been so busy with other things, but I'm about to, to get it all to the publisher so that we can share it. The illustrations are beautiful. You can order, of course, all my books through bookstores or on Amazon.com, and the adult books are all available as audiobooks. If you want to talk about any of my books, or if you really, if you want to talk about anything at all, you can always contact me through RobertaGrimes.com. I still answer every email. I used to be able to say, if you don't hear in 24 hours, send flowers. Now, I have to say, it may take me a few days, but I will get to answering your email too. It's frustrating for me, though, that sometimes people don't give their correct email. It's not automatic that I get it. So just be sure you're giving me your email address. I will answer your email email if you don't hear within a week or two just send me another one of course past episodes of seek reality are available on webtalkradio.net on itunes and through the seek reality app that you can find for free in the itunes store even earlier episodes are being rebroadcast now by our wonderful wonderful friends at dream vision 7 radio and frankly if you ever lose track of where seek reality can be heard right now just go to robertagrimes.com and click the radio tab I am so glad that you and I are able to share every week. Sometimes it's very hard for me to get this done because my life has become so complicated. More a lot more about that will I'll be sharing with you soon. But I I would never skip a week because you have become so important to me. Don't hesitate to con- to reach out to me. We are friends and I want to make sure that if you had need help that you I can If there's help I can give you, I just want to make sure that I'm giving you the help that you need. So please rest in the love and the joy and the peace of the genuine God, which is not the Jehovah God, which is instead, as Joyce says, Mikey Morgan, as so many who know the truth have been saying, is is perfect, perfectly loving energy. That is all that exists. That is what God really is. And in particular, you are the most beloved part of that eternal God of which we all are a part. So, meanwhile, this has been Seek Reality with Roberta Grimes. Please enjoy, please make the most of this coming week in our one reality, knowing that you, you in particular, are a powerful eternal being and you are infinitely loved.